Ready? Go. Hey everyone, it's Heather Whaley. This is Frank Whaley. And this is episode six? This will be episode six. I stopped counting. Yeah. I mean, one sort of blends into the other when they're really... Yeah. So kind of monotonous. Are they monotonous? Yeah. I hope not. Yeah, I hope not. But, you know, I guess we'll wait for the reviews to come out. Yeah. When are we going to get reviewed? Oh, I'm sure there'll be reviews. <laughs> I'm sure. When we have our big screening, you know, when, uh, when we invite 500 people to the screening. To our premiere. Yeah. To the premiere of our podcast. Right. Where are we going to hold it? Got to be someplace huge. Let's like Radio it. City. Let's see. Yeah, let's definitely do it. So maybe we'll get the Rockettes involved. Yeah, well, and everybody will sit, you know, a foot or so apart. And, and everybody just crammed right in on top of each other. Yeah. Everybody hugging and kissing and coughing. sharing drinks. and. Imagine, like, I, I used to get annoyed in, in the theater when people would cough. Now I'm just going to become terrified when people cough in the theater. Right. If, if um, That is assuming there's ever going to be another theater, which is probably not, never going to be another theater. Well, the theaters opened again in 1918 after that flu. And in fact, I was thinking... But not until 1950. No, that's not true. But oh. do you know what the most popular film of 1918 was? Uh, Swing Kids? No, what? it was not Swing Kids. I don't know. It was called Mickey. It was a Mabel Norman picture. Mm-hmm. It was produced by the Mabel Norman Feature Film Company. So Mabel was like her own boss way back in 1918, wow. producing her own movies. That's amazing. Yeah. She, it was about a girl. She played a girl named Mickey. Who lived with like a miner? What is it called? Not a coal mine, like a gold, gold miner. What are they mm-hmm. called? Uh, gold digger. I don't know. G- gold pan. Yeah, we mine for gold. I think. Yeah, uh, but this guy who was like her mother's boyfriend or something, and her mother had died, and then she's sent back to live with an aunt in Great Neck, Long Island, and then she inherits all this money, or they strike gold or something like that, and she goes for a horseback ride with her cousin Reggie, and it says that Reggie tries to molest her. Spoilers. Do you think that's a comedy? Is that just life was hard back then? Yeah. Getting molested by, I mean, it still happens, unfortunately. Yeah. I can see them remaking that with Gal Gadot. But speaking of, speaking of molesters, Mm. old Harvey Weinstein's got the coronavirus. Well, there's a, every cloud has a silver lining, as they say. I don't find it a silver lining. I wanted him to sit in jail. I don't want him in like a special isolated place. I don't believe it's true. I mean, you know, who's reporting that? But I, I mean, I, I, you know, I don't wish the coronavirus on anybody. But in the words of the great uh-huh. Donald Trump, well, isn't that bad. a shame? Yeah. Um, is that what he said? Uh, uh, that's too bad. That... <laughs> you got to give him. You got to give him props for his uh, comedy. It's it's in all the it's in all the papers. All the papers. All the news outlets are saying that he's got the coronavirus. He's very gray looking. Yeah. He looks terrible. I mean, he's never looked good anyway. No. No, he's never. No, he's never been. He's never been a good-looking man or a healthy-looking man. No. Um, I wonder if he got it in prison or during the trial. Or oh, imagine if Harvey Weinstein gave you coronavirus. Oh God! All those people on his jury are probably thinking, "Oh no!" Great. His, trying to rack I their wonder brains. If he gave it to remember. his attorney. His attorney is one of the most annoying women, and the and. In the entire nation. Right. I don't know. I wonder. You've had run-ins with Harvey Weinstein, Frank. Yes, I have. I I mean, I wasn't raped or molested by Harvey Weinstein. No. And so, you know, my what happened with me, again, I was not raped by Harvey Weinstein. 
He's a vindictive person. Yeah, he's what they say about Harvey Weinstein is that he he he's kind of an anger junkie, right? Is that what they said? I read read, read something. Like addicted to rage, like well, the, a rageaholic. The papers, all the papers and stuff that came out in the trial at the end of the trial, um, were people that used to work for him, and I knew a lot of people that worked for him. And he's he he's he's he just was he was just a horrible person. Yeah, just a horrible. horrible. Person. And Treated everybody horribly. Yeah, and um, I had I had directed a film, and 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 he he evidently liked it and wanted me to direct a film for him. This was you know in the in the nineties, and I said no. Um, it was a movie with. Uh, do you remember the thong song? No. It was uh, it was a it was a big Sing hit. It. Sing it. I don't, rem- I don't remember. I don't, I don't remember the melody, but it was by Cisco. Um, but you remember so, some of the words? I don't remember anything about. Oh. The, yeah. This this was it about a thong. This story is not about the thong song. Oh, but was it was the song about a thong? Well, I would imagine any song called the thong song would be be about the thong. Right. Yeah, about right. A thong. You're not going to write a, something called the thong song and it's about like, yeah, a, a, you know, pineapples. Uh, or Greek philosophy. Right. Anyway, it was a movie that he wanted me to direct and um, one of his people called me and, and uh, happened to be somebody I knew was sort of friendly with and he said, you know, Harvey really wants you to direct this movie. I said, oh, send, send it over. It was called Get Over It was the name of the film and it was with Kirsten Dunst and it was going to be with Cisco. Mm-hmm. And I was sort of sort of a teen comedy, and I, you know, at the time I didn't I I had another film that I wanted. That my I wanted to it was still, I had only directed one film, and I wanted to direct another one, and and I knew what I wanted to direct. And I, it was a play that I had adapted and had set up with another company, and so I said no, thank you. I, I'd rather not. I'd rather not direct it. But thank oh, you. Oh, he must have been pissed. And then I said no to him again after that for something else. Did you ever hear like that he was mad about it? Well, the the person who said that told me, oh yeah, Harvey's not going to like this at all. I said, I, I tell, just tell him I, I appreciate it. I'm really sorry. Long story short, not long after that, the deal that I had with this other company to direct the film that I wanted to direct suddenly, inexplicably, uh, and I just got a phone call saying, yeah, we've decided not to make the film. Just disappeared. Yeah. Just and, disappeared. And things, and a lot of things happened um, over the course of months into a couple of years that, looking back now, I can safely say that maybe, um, you know, with a phone call or two, he put the kibosh on a lot of things for me. I mean, I couldn't get a date. But um, that's when I started dating you. Right. Well, right you around were outside, that you were outside. time. I remember when that, that deal disappeared. You were outside his web. We went to Central Park. Yes, I'm, I'm. I'm joking. I, I, I could. I could. Yeah, I don't think he had any impact on my social life. Oh. Yeah, but I know that he had a. a, a See, a, I thought maybe I was like, I was like, um, bottom of the barrel. Like before me, you had, you know, you had like a, a one class of girlfriend, yeah. and then, no, and then Harvey Weinstein stepped in, and then get stuck with me. No. Of course, was, that's a, that's a really silly thing I, to I say. I was dating because, like Mabel Norman type girls. Yeah. You know, no, I was, I was, I was nowhere. I was nowhere. You were a godsend. Oh, thank you, Frank. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> but it's funny, like, because I, I knew people who had talked about Harvey Weinstein, and I, I had a friend who was um, one of the the women who was named in the, the New York Times article about Harvey Weinstein. And so I knew her story years before, and I don't believe that that the people who worked with Harvey Weinstein had no idea. If I knew about it, they knew about it also. Oh, absolutely. I'm sure everybody knew about it. Now he's in 
doing some time on Rikers, and now he's got the, I mean, things are not going well for him at all. No, know? he has he yeah. has taken a turn. 23 years in prison. He's got coronavirus, and um, he's in isolation. If things aren't bad enough, I'm sure he's probably happy to be in isolation. That's what I'm saying. He kept saying, oh, he's had heart problems and all of this. Yeah. Maybe I'm he, sure uh, he's probably happy to have the coronavirus, and maybe, then yeah. the taxpayers have to pay for his medical treatment. Yeah. And, of course, the big question is how do you get a test when, you know, most people... You know who 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 really need a test can't get a test. Right. You know? So, are they testing all the prisoners because of the close proximity in which they live? It's hard to say. I mean, who knows? I don't know why I'm asking you that. Yeah, I don't think I don't that know. you know. I you mean, know yeah, any more I mean, than I, I, I know about that. Yeah, but the, you know, again, those are those are good questions, Heather. I I simply don't have the answer. I saw it. there was some country where the prisoners were rioting. But didn't they? There wasn't there something they broke out. Yeah, yeah, something. One of them. Oh. I mean, there's so much. There's so much. We so much near reading the, on the internet that you just think, what the hell is happening? We hmm. live near we live near the prison where Teresa Judice was was sent for her term. Yeah, imagine if they had a riot there. And Can you imagine? Teresa showed up at our house. Yeah, would you let her in? I, w- I wouldn't let. At this point, I'm not letting anybody in my house. I wouldn't even oh, let right. the guy totally delivering no. the wine in the no, house. No, no, no. Teresa Judice, no. But if if it were not during a pandemic. Which and Teresa showed up. What would you say? I wouldn't. I wouldn't open the door. I wouldn't go to the door. I wouldn't go to the door for anybody. Not even Joe Judice. You like to look at Joe Judi- uh, yeah, Judice's what, Instagram. Yeah, I, it's <laughs> if you have if you have a minute, check out Joe Judice's Instagram. It's ridiculous. It's like him um, and uh, roaming around the mountains of of Italy, picking wild broccoli and asparagus with his uncle Tony. But at first, he couldn't believe that people were staying inside during for the coronavirus. He was like, "What is this? What is, nobody's here. Nobody's yeah, here. Yeah, no, 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 nobody's going to the cafes and everything else." What is it's, this? Uh, what uh, is this? Everybody, uh, don't believe what you see on the media. <laughs> and then he t- he headed for the hills. He, literally headed for the hills. He's gained back all the weight that he lost in prison. People are trolling him. I think a lot of people are going to be gaining weight during this pandemic. Most people listening to this right now are saying, "Who are they talking about?" Yeah. Joe Judice is. The everybody lead. knows who Joe Judice is. People who people who watch. I Juicy Joe. A lot of people watch the um, Real Housewives of New Jersey. Yeah. So that's we stopped yeah. watching it for a while. Yeah, but then we got back into it, and it's been wonderful. This is the worst podcast still. Yeah. Still, my God, we have to get some good content. Yeah. It's hard to have good content when you're stuck in the house. Yeah. Well. Today it was snowing here. It snowed. It snowed and it rained, so I didn't even go for a walk or anything. But we did go to Walgreens. This morning, I had to pick up a prescription, so I went super early, right when it opened, and I was socially distant from the man in front of me at the counter, but I looked, and he was buying Listerine and Motrin, and he had a mask and gloves on, and I thought, this man has the coronavirus, and he was waiting to get to get the Listerine for his horrible sore throat and the Motrin for his fever, and he was one of the first people in the store. Has to be, right? right. Nobody else shows up at Walgreens right when they open for some Listerine and Motrin, unless you're very sick. Right. and But those are the worst things I think you can buy for if you have the coronavirus, right? Listerine? Do I don't worry know. About, it's more about having bad breath? No, it, it's like an antiseptic ah, well, on your throat. So there's no, there's no Cepacol or I don't know. I have no idea. Uh, I didn't check. Well, the funny thing about that trip was I was walking around kind of a little bit in a daze because I haven't been out of the house or in a store and everything seemed kind of surreal and... There's a lot. There's not. I'm not gonna say there's a lot, but there's there's plenty on. Like I'm at home here. I'm I'm rationing trail mix. Like I'm counting out the seeds and the nuts and the raisins. But the, there's like 50 bags of of trail mix at the store. But I didn't buy any 
any, why didn't I buy any trail mix at the store? I don't know, but yeah. it's like we, everything you buy, you have to wipe it all down. Right. Yeah, you, have you have to, to, you have to yeah. wipe everything down. You leave it outside. You have to put it in the containment zone in the garage. I still haven't gotten the mail. No. There can't be anything important in the mail. Today was a tough day for me because, as you know, I can't, it's hard for me to break my routine. And typically each day I will go for a four to four and a half mile run. And because of the of the snow and the rain, and I, don't know, I saw something on the internet that said, you know, avoid getting the, a regular flu or a cold because that can it lowers your immune lowers system. Lowers your immune system. Plus, so, imagine if you have you are so paranoid and you have such hypochondria. If you got the regular flu right now, right. First of all, I don't even know if you could get a flu test, and you would just be convinced that you had coronavirus. Even you just found out that one of the symptoms is a, a thickness, a feeling of thickness in your throat. And so today you said, oh, I feel, I think my throat feels really thick. Yeah. But the only reason you thought your throat felt sick is because that was a new symptom that you just heard about. It's, it's uncanny how I, I can, I can convince myself of symptoms. I'm learning to ignore it. I, have, you, have you noticed that when you wake up every day and you say, oh, I don't feel, I think my throat hurts. I just ignore it. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's like you basically usually when you talk, that's what I do. You know, so you just, you're catching on. You're catching on to how, how what, the, the, the... It's only taken me almost 20 years. Yeah. 20 years. You'd think that I would... But see, that's how much I care about you. I listen to what you say, but I'm not going to anymore because it, I've, I've, this confinement, this home confinement has shown me just how much of it I don't need to absorb. I didn't listen to one word you just said. <laughs> I just ignored it. And we've been sitting here, I would say we've been sitting in this closet... Uh, for about 15 minutes talking, and I, I was thinking, you were talking about something, I was thinking about um, Patrick Stewart. Yes. When he did the Shakespeare. Yeah. And I was thinking about... Um, you liked that. You liked Patrick Stewart. That I did like. I don't know yeah. what other people thought about it. Um, and then I was thinking about, like, all these celebrity videos that are coming on, you know. Um, yeah. The, um... Is it because everyone Neil is... Diamond did one. Um, did you see the Neil Diamond? He sang, uh... Hands touching and see touching hands, but he said he's saying hands washing hands. Oh, that's good. Yeah, that was good. Thank you, Neil. Take care by, of yourself. He was sitting by a fireplace, in the baseball hat. Yeah, you get to see inside people's lives. It's kind yeah. of interesting. Yeah, it is interesting. Robert De Niro did one. Danny DeVito did one. I yeah. saw that at the Cuomo yeah. press thing. My favorite celebrity video is. Sam Neill with his clean shoes so yeah, far. Yeah. I think if I was to rate the top coronavirus videos, that might be on top. I once I worked with Sam Neill once. Um, there was a uh, short live. Short lived. Do you say short lived or short? Short lived. Why do you say short lived? Because it lived. It didn't lived. Yeah, but it was. It's live. It's no. live was short. Short lived. No, that would be short lived. That's one th another thing I learned during this crazy pandemic <laughs> period of time. It's short lived, not short lived. I believe so. I could be wrong. I've never. I don't think I've ever said that either. I've only you know, short-lived. I would say short-lived, yes, but you don't say long-lived. You would say long-lived. Long-lived so, the king. Well, you wouldn't know. Long-lived the king. No, he was long-lived. No, you would never say that. You would say he had a long life. Ladies and gentlemen, it's short. It's long. It's. it's and this is grammar questions with Frank and Heather. It's um. <laughs> asking all your favorite grammar questions. I I was I was in a few episodes of a show. With Sam Neill. With Sam Neill. Um, uh, Alcatraz. Uh, thank you. Yeah. You typically don't remember the... the I remember Alcatraz. Horrifyingly bad um, things that I lend my acting services to, but you remember that one. Alcatraz. You, you've, Al never, you've never seen it, have I you? saw Alcatraz. No, I did. did. Yeah, it was about... Yeah, you know what it was about. That doesn't mean you saw it, because I never saw like it. A, it was like a, a paranormal type thing. There were like the ghosts 
of the prisoners of Alcatraz that were escaping from Alcatraz and living in San Francisco or something like that. I, I mean, what of all the of all the premises? Ridiculous. It's so ridiculous. Anyway, I never read the script, so I was. Um, I, I never, I, I, you know, it was during a period of time where I was like, I just, I'll just memorize my lines and won't read anything. I get the basic idea. But anyway, I'm talking about Sam Neill. Sam Neill. Sam Neill uh, was a very nice man. And he's very, he's one of these guys who he just smells really good. Does he? What does he yeah. smell like? Let me guess. Let me guess. I bet he smells a little bit like sandalwood, like a sandalwoody smell. Um... Uh, yeah, I'm, okay, yeah, I was going to say, yes, he's, it's sandalwood, but he's kind of, I would say it's m- kind of musky. Oh, I was hoping you were not going to say musky. <laughs> and it's oh, it's kind of, but it's, but it's, but it's, there's a sweetness to it. And okay. it was kind of, I never told him this, and I don't, um. Would you of course, sidle we'll, up this, next to him just to Of course, we'll, this will, this will be broadcast in Australia, so Sam will undoubtedly hear this. Oh, yeah, this is international. So no, yeah, of course, it's going to be global, like the pandemic, but. He, um, I would get close to him and I loved being close to him because he, because he smelled so great and he always, I, I was mesmerized by him. I'd probably, if the mood and setting were right, I could, I could have been seduced by Sam Neill. Really? Yeah. That would be your type? Totally my type. Yeah. I kind of, because also I think of myself as sort of like that. You think of yourself akin to Sam Neill. Musky. Yeah. Mu- oh, wait, no, musky. So there's a, there's a lot there's of a attributes word. of Sam Neill that I could I could see you like saying, I'm, I'd like to be that kind of a man, but musky is, once, musky makes me think of like animals once rutting. He, I think once he noticed I was standing a little bit close to, to him, and, and so I, I felt obliged to say, um, is that, is that, what is that, is that your scent, is that cologne? <laughs> and he said, and, no, it's my musk. And, and, he, and he looked at me, and he said, uh, he just looked at me for a long moment, and he said, no, 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 you're, you're, you are standing awfully close, aren't you? Please, and he kind of pushed me. Really? Not pushed, but he kind of moved away. But that, no, no, I don't believe you. No, that that's the truth. Happen. No, that but didn't one, happen. but one thing that did happen in the makeup trailer one morning, he came in while I was shaving. Okay. And he said uh, he was watching me shave, and not, not you know not in a weird way, but I was shaving. That and, sounds so weird. And, Sorry. Um, yeah, and I mean, it, it was it was you know it was a it was a smallish trailer, and he was looking at me uh, at me shave, and he said, um, "You know, you're doing that way too fast." Really? Yeah. He and, taught you how to said, shave. Well, he said, y- y- "You're shaving so fast, you don't need to shave so fast." And I said, "Oh, really?" And he, and he said, "No, let me show you." And he took the razor, and this is a true story. Wow. He took the razor, and he kind of just stroked my face. He said, "You see, you you." Your, your, your shave would be smoother. This is a horrible Australian accent. I don't even know what to say. It's, no, it's a terrible it's, accent. It's not a good it's, accent at all. Um, let, me, let me think. Nay, 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 nay. That's Australian for no. But he said, it's you, slow and steady wins the race. And when you're it. shaving on your face. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> uh, I was thinking, in conclusion, I want to talk a little bit about the people who are doing this whole thing alone home alone by themselves and let you know we're thinking about you and we love you and maybe this is giving you a little bit of comfort i don't know macaulay Culkin should that's could be his celebrity thing home alone oh my home alone pandemic home alone five the pandemic where he's he's in his home just bored out of his mind yeah 
watching TV. Um, let's call Macaulay. We Do could. You, yeah, I'll call. I'll give him. A, I'll give him a buzz. Hey, oh. Macaulay. Yeah. <laughs> it's Frank Whaley. Okay. <laughs> I had an idea for you. Uh, can I call you back? Sure, Macaulay, call me back. That's how yeah. it would go. But he doesn't have my yeah. number, no. so he never calls me. But anyway, just want to say we're thinking about you all, and yeah. uh, take care. Yeah, and you shouldn't have been so uh, weird that you don't have a you know a, a boyfriend or a girlfriend. I'm gonna cut that part out. <laughs> I'm telling you no, to cut no, that part no, out. no, no. All right, uh, we'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye. Bye.